At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. and running on a Memorial Day Monday alongside Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Two periods in the books in Raleigh, North Carolina and the visiting team trying to buck the trend against the Hurricanes as the Rangers lead 3-2-0. We've got an NBA final set. It will be the Warriors and Celtics. Plenty on that uh, as the show goes on. But Sean, Fresh off of a a birthday weekend. I am. Are you feeling? A Good, year man. older? You're wiser? Yeah, I turned 45. I feel 35. I look 25. I, I, you can't beat it. Minus the loss of hair. And the slightly bigger stomach than I'm not saying past anything. years. But I didn't say anything. I think you look great. I didn't know you when you were 25. So this is all you have to go by. Yep, that's all I got. Perfection personified. You know? That's all, that's all I got. Uh, three to nothing after uh, after two periods. So the trend, as many people know, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes have not won a game on the road this postseason, but had not lost a game at home. And now here tonight, they are down three to nothing. Uh, the Eastern Conference Finals will get started on Wednesday night. If the Rangers lose, they'll be headed to Tampa, uh, where the defending two-time defending Stanley Cup champions awaits. Uh, so. As a Lightning fan, Sean, are you happy with this uh, yeah, score absolutely. at this point yeah, in time? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. We wanted the Rangers. Um, <laughs> we wanted the Rangers. I mean, they, they can't skate with us. I mean, it's a different game when you watch Tampa and when you watch the Rangers. Hats off to them, though. I mean, they really f- scratched and clawed. They had a very tough first series Down against the Penguins. They fell behind. They fought back. Uh, they probably should have won this in six because they should have won game one. But to come out today, especially with statistically what Carolina's been able to do at home, as you mentioned, which is no losses thus far in the playoffs, outstanding performance. And hats off to Igor Sturston. I mean, he's been unbelievable in goal. And uh, that's what we want. You know, Lightning, we want big time, big stage. What what gets bigger than New York? Well, that's true. And, uh, you know, the news came out that tomorrow night when the Western Conference Finals starts, that'll be on TNT. I believe ESPN had the first pick. Oh, yeah. They were, you know they wanted and they were, they want and, and I should have known. I should have known. The Rangers weren't losing this game. If ESPN wants this thing to happen, it's going to be the Rangers. Come on now. 
But you... It's cheaper if you don't have to fly the crew to Canada. Well, no, what I'm saying is... Because it costs a little money to get from... They didn't want Carolina and Tampa Bay. They wanted New York. They wanted... But Tampa's the, the attraction. Garden. So it's going to be no. spectacular just because Tampa's Go involved. On. I know you love it, but... Hey, we won three cups now, and we're back-to-back going for three in a row. Are you the number one media market in the world? No, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. They wanted ES. They wanted New York. I know. <laughs> but... We wanted New York, I'm too, excited. Though. I'm excited about... If, if this result holds three to nothing right now after two periods, I'm excited as a... You know, you've gotten me into into it a little bit more than uh, in recent years, but I mean, you think about that Western Conference Finals of, of Colorado and Edmonton, which we'll get to more. Uh, Reed Wilkins will join us at the top of the next hour to get his thoughts on uh, on Edmonton and Colorado, uh, as that thing will get started tomorrow night. Uh, but no, I think this these would be uh, two very fascinating series. Obviously, the Lightning would be the favorite, uh, and rightfully so, um, but. Yeah, with with uh, with a goalie like Igor in net, anything is possible. Yeah, and the only concern is still no Braden Point at practice for the Lightning. So, I mean, we're capable of beating New York with without him, but we're a much more explosive team with Braden on the ice. So, hopefully, that injury is something that will allow him to come back in the uh, Eastern Finals. But uh, you're, you're just dealing with a different caliber of skater, a different level of of experience. And we're probably the one team, not probably, we're the only team that has a goalie better than Igor Sosturskin, and that's, that's true. Andre Vasilevsky. So. It'll be fascinating to see, uh, Sean, because these games so far, the Hurricanes and Ranger games have gone under every game outside of game six. That was a 5-2 victory for the Rangers over the weekend. But every other game, 3-1, 4-1, 3-1, you have two big-time goalies, it, it almost feels like it's going to be polar opposites of each other in the Western Conference. You're going to have these high-flying teams with not great goaltending situations. And then both teams, I mean, Tampa Bay certainly is, is capable of putting up some goals, but you have Shosurkin and uh, and then Vasilevsky. It's going to be fascinating to yeah. see those two goalies kind of go head-to-head. Yeah, and um, it's prime time. It's big time. I mean, Tampa has the big names. New York has the big market. And what what better – Way to settle it, you know, as far as who gets to the Stanley Cup. And what, what we really want is Tampa, Colorado. That's what we really want. So. Is that what we want? Yeah, that's what we want. We, <laughs> we, we want Tampa, Colorado. That would be fun. I got, I, I've got no futures. I've got, uh, you know, I'm pulling for you, even though you didn't pull for me over the weekend. That's cool. I did. You're a hater. And I have futures. And yeah. I'm fascinated to see what the opening game line is for Tampa Rangers, if, if the Rangers can – hold this three-point lead in the third period. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very anxious. Well, we'll certainly get that uh, as, as I would the show goes say, on. I'm going to guesstimate okay. and write this down. Yep. Tampa will be... Are you talking series or game one? Just game one. Okay. Tampa will be minus 170. Okay. All right. Written down. Sean's guess. I'm not even going to guess because I'm not Puckstradamus. By the way, just, just so you guys know, Sean was in the giving mood. Uh, so over the weekend, he had his birthday. You know, I sent out a, a really nice tweet. And, you did. And, I appreciate that. Aaron didn't say anything you know, to, about his when, when my I, birthday. When it was so. my birthday in September, Sean didn't tweet me. That's cool. And then uh, we were even on air. He didn't even know. Uh, and so what he did today was obviously he walks in. First thing he says, oh, yeah, I got Rangers. Oh, cool. Phone's oh, on. My phone's on. I was having phone issues today. My phone wasn't oh, working okay. properly. Mm. Got it. Cool. I'm not Puckstradamus. You know, 
in the college basketball season, I'll shoot you a text here or there when I'm feeling really confident. I mean, I'm feeling really strong about my next year's college basketball. I mean, I ended with a bang, like a huge bang. Like I was on fire as we got down the stretch, but I probably wasn't as equipped as far as like understanding all of the, the, the different pieces that go with knowing college basketball, but this year I'm ready. I'm ready this year. Okay. I appreciate the text and the alert on the Rangers. I apologize. I mean, you apologize. Hold, folks, how many times do we get the apology from Sean? I feel like it's it's like, I mean, he's got four kids. And you would think the empty apologies would run long with him. And because so he it was probably Memorial Day. All the time. So I was with the kids mm-hmm. running around doing this, that, and the third. So it kind of just and slipped my mind. When you made your bet, like, oh, I'm going to make my bet on the Rangers. Maybe I'll text my partner who sent out this very thoughtful tweet over the weekend on a holiday weekend, still tweeted well, out. Well, first of all, birthday. did your station's app go out this weekend? It wasn't working. Yeah, mine went all the way out. So I was already frustrated with the app. I was just, do I really got to run all the way by a brick and mortar? So I apologize. And, and by the way, our, our producer, who we work with every night, uh, Monday through Friday, did not send me a public uh, happy birthday wish. So, uh I wish he was still in the elevator. By the way, Aaron got stuck in the elevator uh, leaving the <laughs> WWE event. No, and it was AEW. Oh, on, AEW yeah, you're event. Right. Okay, my bad. And I was like, that's good for him. Any grown man that goes to watch wrestling live Oof. deserves to get stuck in the elevator. Man, that's, that's haymakers being thrown. I mean, leave the guy alone. I mean, Maryland, no, he didn't. He didn't publicly wish me a happy birthday. Maryland, Maryland lost on Friday night in baseball, and so I have like a little chart, uh-huh. and I chart. Who wishes me happy birthday and who doesn't? And do you do you have a chart of who you wished happy birthday to? I sat next to you. I worked on my birthday. Well, I didn't know. Do some do some research. Yeah. So I'll remember next year. <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah, it actually hurt my feelings. <laughs> Taylor didn't wish me happy birthday. Oliver, Nick, You're none, none of the guys that do the show. You're a birthday regularly. Guy, huh? You're one of those. Wish me publicly. You're happy one of birthday. those. You're one of those people. Not at all. Yeah. I'm really not. You're like, I'm really. Hey, not. it's my birthday week type of guy. I'm just making fun of them because I can. I was hurt because they don't have microphones. I was hurt that Aaron did. Me and Aaron have been to Pizza Rock. We've drunk craft beer together. You know the amount of people in the world that can say they've had a craft beer with me. That's on one hand because I don't really drink beer. It's true. Yeah, he's got a special place, and he was more worried about being stuck in an elevator than he was about wishing. Have you ever been stuck in an elevator? Absolutely not. And I don't want to be. I don't really want to be either. Me either. Uh, I believe Wes Reynolds was uh, also in that elevator with. Uh, but that's what they get. Some grown men going to watch wrestling. They get his hair to get stuck. I am. I am not. <laughs> this is this is this is Sean Ken speaking. There's plenty of grown men who uh, their soap soap opera intake includes. Wrestling. Dude, the entire cigar lounge. They had wrestling like on Saturday night. So all your boys were yes. wrestling. Yes. Well, we had Javante Davis and the fight on two TVs, and they had wrestling on one of the other TVs. I was like, you guys, y'all could get a life. Like, you know, this is fake, right? <laughs> this isn't real. <laughs> Aaron made a good point, though. He said it's no different than watching a show on Netflix. It's true. Yeah. It's so like I reality. guess I guess if you look at it like that, it's like reality TV. But when I'm watching Ray Donovan, I don't dress up like Ray Donovan. Like, when you go to a wrestling match, like, people dress up like their Man. favorite wrestler. I'm an out. I'm an out. I just, I felt bad. Aaron 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Uh, you know, we, we I knew he was going to this event, and uh, I was like, yeah. Have fun, yeah. And uh, I felt bad that he was stuck in stuck in an elevator That's good for, him. for an hour. Man, whoo! That is uh, not ideal. Uh, also, not ideal if you're back in the Carolina Hurricanes. They're down three nothing with 19 minutes to go. But if you're back in the the dog with like uh, like Sean is, and you kept it to yourself, uh, Rangers up three nothing. And we'll see if the under comes home too. Uh, that closed at some shops at five. Fascinating thing for me to watch is when does Carolina pull the goalie? When yep. do they decide to go empty net? Three to nothing. Rangers less than a period away from heading to the Eastern Conference Finals to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. As for the NBA, got some days off, but we know the NBA Finals will give our initial thoughts on Warriors taking on Celtics next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free. Nicotine Satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at Zen.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults. 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is now 4 to nothing. New York Rangers, and now you got to start wondering about the under. Can I make a uh, acknowledgement? Yes. I played a little Rangers reverse puck line. Too. <laughs> Small, but I played a little Rangers reverse puck line too. Yeah. I, look, I, I had a feeling if they won, they were gonna win. That's fair. I uh, I really, I had the app out. I was ready to go because. I'm just, I tweeted it out and had nothing. I just pointed out the, I was, you know, the trend, right? That the home team has won every game against in the hurricane series, this whole playoffs, 13 and 0. Mm -hmm. And it just, the part of me was like, it's gonna end. I'm the guy on the roulette table when he sees the eight black, even though mathematically it does not matter if eight blacks have gone on a roulette table. I'm the guy's like, well, it's got to hit red. 
it's 50-50. It doesn't matter. Well, I guess it's not 50-50 because of the, the double zero. But, you know, I, I was just thinking, I'm like, Rangers are going to win this game. But I didn't do it. Maybe if I got some encouragement by my friend, but, you know, that's cool. Four to nothing now, Rangers and uh, your Tampa Bay Lightning, Sean. Woodshed. Will be taking on the New York Rangers. Don't mush it. Don't mush it. Yeah. There's still 16 minutes left in the third. Don't mush it. If it was six minutes, I would say, okay, cool. But, yeah. (laughs) Don't get carried away. Well, I'll say this. Sitting here, if you have under five. You'd rather be up four than down four. That is is a fact. Say that. Um, Sitting here, four nothing, if you had the under. You might have been like me last night, sitting, watching Miami and Boston, thinking, yeah, I don't think I've got much of a shot here on this under. I got it at 199.5 on the show. It went down as low as like 195.5. And And then on Sunday, here came the creep back. Back I think it closed like 198. Oh, I thought there was absolutely no shot on earth. I was just hoping, all right, Celtics, do your thing. And then... Everything started falling apart, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to lose the under, and more importantly, I'm going to lose the Celtics series. They're going to melt down completely, and ultimately, Jimmy Butler pulls a three. I think questionable call, you know, it's funny. I've heard so many people go back and forth of it. Look, he's the best player on the team. If he was feeling it at the time, it's hard to knock the guy. He was carrying them to the, to the finish line. But when he pulled up for three, my heart just got in my throat like, oh, this is totally going in. So you want to hear a tragic beat? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So uh, Saturday morning, I got up. I put a little ticket together. Took sure. the over in the USFL game. It flew over. Took Boston money line over 198. <laughs> Later in the day, I loved the Mets in the over, so I had those put together. So I was like, let me see if I can, you know, hit the middle. I took Heat plus three and over 198. And the game finished Boston 100, Heat 96. And I missed the Boston over ticket because it didn't get to 198. And then I missed the Heat. So if Struce just hits the three-pointer, I go ching-ching all the way across the board. I mean the, the one that was yeah, the, off the board? Yeah, the, no, the one no, the one at the end. Oh. Because remember he shot one and missed it, and they got the ball back yeah. with like under five seconds, and he shot another one, it kind of bang, bang. Uh, if that goes in and the Celtics win 199, I mean, it's all Gucci everywhere. <laughs> all Gucci everywhere. I'm sitting there. I'm smoking a nice fine cigar. I put the cigar down. I lean back, put my fingers on my – put my hands on my head, cross my fingers, just let out a deep breath. Who'd you get? Preemptively. But I didn't either. either yeah. The, the gambling gods knew you weren't going to text me about the Rangers. I and still that's, that's wouldn't have hit the plus three on the Heat, though. I would have hit the yeah. ticket with, with Celtics and under. But I mean, if you would if I if they would have let you change your ticket from under to over. Oh, absolutely. When it was 9896, you would have changed it in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, Sean. There was no way. I thought that was completely I might as well, if it wasn't on my phone, I would have, you know, lit the ticket on fire. But you know what surprised I didn't me have to. on Jimmy Butler's three is I thought he was going to slow down, act like he was going to shoot the three, and then drive because they had him in transition defense. So there was no help defense. No help. No. I, I was really surprised that because you could tell he was tired in the fourth quarter. I mean, the energy he exerted because they were they were only in the game because of him in the first half. I mean, what did he have twenty six or something at the at the half? I mean, he went he was bonkers. Great. He was great. 
And I really thought he was going to, like, slow down, hezzy, go to the hole. Mm-hmm. And I thought he I, – I thought, yeah. I mean, you had Horford backpedaling on his heels, and I thought he would just take it to the bucket. But hindsight is easy twenty twenty, and in the moment he thought he would pull up and hit the dagger three. That place would have gone deafening loud, and it would have been over. And that would have been – I mean, if the Celtics had lost that game, Sean, I don't – once again, we always live in the... They weren't shooting the three good enough to take that three. I would have went to the rim and try and, and, and tie the game. Well, Jimmy Butler's not a good three-point shooter either. Yeah, and, and then as a team, they just weren't... You know what I'm saying? They, they went weren't. six of 30 from three. Last yeah, night. like it's not like they were shooting the three good. You know how I reference uh, shot quality a lot on this show? Uh, it's it's just a good resource post-game, how the game unfolded. You know, <laughs> maybe make you feel a little bit about, about your tickets so the total, once again, closed, what, 198? hmm Shot quality said this game last night should have been 114 to 110. Easy. <laughs> I mean, they missed so many easy <laughs> shots. I mean, in the first half, I thought Kyle Lowry was point-shaving. He couldn't make a free throw. I, he couldn't make a layup. I if I like, had to watch that dude, God I love watching Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's a badass. If I had to watch Kyle Lowry in the finals, I, I might have. I'm going to boycott the finals. He is he is one of the most infuriating players I've ever watched. His little stopping, his flopping on every – I just – I can't. And Marcus Smart does it too. I'm not saying Marcus Smart is much better, but Kyle Lowry might be the player I dislike and, and, watching the most. And Bam, out of Bayou, he should have took a DD approach. Dunk or don't shoot it. Because, I mean, <laughs> how many point blank, like, little little floaters can he miss? I was like, man, he are they trying to lose? And all of a sudden, Victor Oladipo – you know, he thinks he's some kind of isolation, step-back, three-point guy. And I'm like, <laughs> what is Miami doing? Well, we get Celtics and Warriors. We're going to talk to our good friend Dieter Kurtenbach coming up uh, bottom of the hour, get his thoughts from the Warriors' perspective. I know he wrote an article for the San Jose Mercury News today uh, with his prediction on the series. This is, this is fascinating to me, Sean, because, you know, DraftKings right now, it's minus 150. For the Warriors, plus 130 for the Celtics. We can get into all the other things. we got three days to talk about it. I'm not ready to fire on anything, but I think people remember what happened most recently. I don't think many people are coming away from yesterday very impressed by the Celtics. I'll just say this. I think the Celtics, Sean, do match up pretty well with the Warriors. Not to say that they're going to win this, but I think this is going to be a much more competitive series. I felt like the... The discussion last night, at least immediately, was Warriors are going to easily win this title. I don't think it's going to be that easy. Well, I think here's going to be the challenge for Boston. This is the first high basketball IQ they've played on offense. Like, I think Milwaukee's a dumb basketball team with their current roster on offense. They take dumb shots. They They don't make the right basketball play. I thought the same thing about the Heat. I mean, how many times you're looking at the Heat like, what are you, what are these guys doing on offense? The Warriors are different. It's a it's a it's a, a, a motion offense. They're always running around. They're backdoor cutting. You know they, they're they're a lot better at creating shots. You know than anybody that Boston has played. Having said that, Boston's going to present some challenges for Golden State because they have far more offensive talent and length than I think what Golden State has been playing against. So a skilled length, I should say. So that'll present some issues. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, I think it's going to come down to the others. And the Boston, and we got to remember this too, the Boston core is incredibly young. And that could be a good thing or a bad thing, right? I mean, you look at the experience 
the uh, games played in an NBA Finals. I think they showed it last night. It was like 168 to nothing is what the games played in the Finals uh, discrepancy most since 1997 when the Jazz and the Bulls played. But I think the youth is a benefit to the Celtics. I mean, this Warriors team, the core, the best pieces are older, mm-hmm. um, but they still have some young pieces too. And I also think this, Sean, the rest is going to really be beneficial to the Celtics, I feel like, in this series. Robert Williams has been banged up. He's not himself. Now you got three full days off. There's only one day. There's only two games that are in between period, uh, in, in between days there. So uh, we'll, we'll talk to Dieter more about it here. By the way, uh, if you do have an under ticket, you're it's not looking good. Not feeling great. It's now 4-1 to one as Carolina on the board, 11-49 to go. We'll see if the over will hit, but the Rangers still with a three-goal lead. That's Sean. I'm Tim. We head to the Bay Area. Talk some Warriors Celtics next right here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get your edge this playoff season with the Body Armor Edge Basketball Throwdown. Join four free fantasy hoop contests and play for your share of $20,000 in total cash prizes while the action unfolds on the court. Head to DraftKings.com slash BodyArmorEdge now to draft your best lineup and find out if you'll outlast the competition. Body Armor, more than a sports drink. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details well the under is gone it is uh, five to one in carolina the rangers just uh minutes away from punching their ticket to the eastern conference finals where they will play the tampa bay lightning and we will have uh, two very intriguing conference finals in the nhl and to be honest sean i think we have a phenomenal matchup in the nba finals i know the playoffs have not been all that exciting we did get a competitive game last night hallelujah uh but Let's talk more about the NBA Finals. We'll be doing so all throughout the week leading up to Game 1 on Thursday night. We bring in our good friend from San Jose Mercury News and KNBR out in the Bay Area. It is Dieter Kurtenbach. Dieter, last night you're watching this Heat-Celtics game, and uh, give us the pulse. I mean, you're a sports writer. Try to be objective as possible. But for the fans out there, were they hoping uh, – Desperately, that that Jimmy Butler three would go in and the Heat would instead be playing the Golden State Warriors? I think that's a fair assessment because you saw just how gassed Miami was, how it was a two-man show. That matchup would have been fantastic if you're rooting for the Golden State Warriors, whereas the Boston Celtics, maybe the the Milwaukee Bucks get in on this, but that's a hell of a matchup. It's really tough, Uh, and... I think that there is some solace that at least Warriors fans that I've talked to and <laughs> have told me unsolicited uh, <laughs> have taken in the fact that Boston gave away game six. They just, they just weren't about it. And boy, did they try their best last night yep. to, to not win game seven. That was, that was the most impressive part of the game, just their inability to close it out. And when you think about them having zero games of NBA Finals experience, whereas the Warriors have roughly 10 billion games <laughs> of NBA Finals experience, that feels like a good separating point. But man, every matchup is different, right? And Miami uh, was, was a team that was pretty well equipped 
to give Boston some trouble so long as Jimmy Butler was playing well because they switch everything. You get that isolation Butler look. Uh, Miami obviously tough as nails on defense too. The Warriors a little bit more finesse, certainly an off-ball team. You switch everything against them, you might take them out of their offense. And, and I don't know if we've seen enough yet of the Warriors in their three playoff series to feel comfortable that they have the versatility necessary to, I mean, they can certainly try out a new thing, but to win a series doing a new thing against a Boston team that is really talented, but very young, it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating. I can see it going a million different ways. Hey, Dieter, I know the Warriors were not completely healthy much during the regular yeah. season, but the small sample size that we have where they were, did any of those uh, Golden State Boston games occur with all of the big three available? Yes, there was, I'd say, about seven or eight minutes of Draymond, Clay, and Steph in March. But Andrew Wiggins wasn't in that game. Uh, and I, I forgive me for not having the box score up. I did watch it this morning. Uh, so I, I'm just going off of my memory here. Uh, it was uninspiring. That was also a game in which Steph Curry kind of got rolled up on by Marcus Smart when they were both going for a loose ball. So uh, Steph, Clay, and Dre played 11 minutes total. Uh, one of those games was against the Washington Wizards. That has no practical usage to us. And the other one was against the Boston Celtics, which is terribly applicable until you realize that the Warriors' best wing in this playoffs and arguably the best wing in the series outside of Jason Tatum, uh, he wasn't there. And kind of hard to get a read on how you're going to play the Boston Celtics when the dude you're going to have guarding Jason Tatum isn't in the lineup. So uh, uh, this is this has been the Warriors thing, right? It's very difficult for like these predictive algorithms and such to get a read on Golden State because what they showed us in the regular season is very different than what they're showing us now. It's not to say that there might not have been hints, but how do you judge what was a, a useful hint versus sort of a trend setting thing. They came into the playoffs, not knowing their rotations, not knowing which guys were going to be, you know, part of that rotation. I mean, they had to figure out everything on the fly and looking back on it now, they got some pretty favorable matchups to make that happen, especially when John Morant went down in the Memphis series. Uh, this is still a team that has some, has some flex to them. There's a little bit of nebulousness to them. Whereas we know what Boston's about. We know their ups. We know their downs. Uh, I think a lot of people out there say, hey, the Warriors haven't even played their best basketball yet. We don't know that. We <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. And we know that they have certainly played their worst because we've seen that far more often than their best. Uh, I, I don't disagree with every book out there that's reputable having the Warriors as favorites, but the number isn't crazy, and I think that's for good reason. The crazy matchup for me, Dieter, is Kevin Looney's played pretty good. In these playoffs, I think uh, it's probably as good as I've seen him play, especially on the offensive end. But Al Horford's a unique matchup because of his ability to hit the three-pointer on offense. Talk me through how you think that matchup is going to evolve and how does Golden State negate Boston's offensive rebounding advantages? Yeah, you know, Warriors have done actually a pretty darn good job in in uh, keeping teams off the glass when they focus on it. And uh, they face tougher competition in that stead with both uh, uh, Denver and Memphis so far this postseason. So I, I wouldn't be terribly concerned about the board battle. I do think that's maybe an advantage that the Warriors have in that I don't think Boston has any sort of humongous advantage. Uh, with Looney, 
With Looney, it'll be interesting. I, I'm not as worried about Al Horford, who's a wonderful player and does so many things deftly and will certainly have his imprints all over the series. I'm concerned about the Time Lord from the stance of the Golden State Warriors. If Robert Williams is healthy, it changes the paradigm of the entire series because Boston is going to win on the back of their defense. They're just going to try to score just enough points to get a win, and they're going to try to put the clamps down on anyone they play. And if Robert Williams is hanging out there in the paint with his giant seven foot seven wingspan, he is so good at coming off ball and blocking shots. I, I, I think back to that March game I cited not that long ago. He had a couple blocks in that game that, yeah. that made me feel like, oh man, Boston is the team to beat here. Boston's the only team in the NBA playoffs, I firmly believe this, that can defend at an elite level at all three levels. They're they're good enough on the perimeter. They're great in the mid-range because of their length, and nobody protects the rim better than the Boston Celtics. The only team that comes close is the Golden State Warriors, but I don't know if I feel great about their perimeter defense and their rim protection is mostly Draymond Green, who is dramatically underrated at that, but he's not Robert Williams. He doesn't have these extendo arms that can come from anywhere and, and block shots like Dr. Ock. So if Williams is healthy and he's playing Ooh, it's going to be, that's going to be really, really interesting. Meanwhile, Horford does a really nice job as a backup. I mean, they're just such a sound defensive team. They're so impressive. If you believe defense wins championships, then you believe the Boston Celtics are winning the championship. We're talking once again to our good friend, Dieter Kurtenbach, San Jose Mercury news. Check out his, uh, his season, uh, his, uh, his NBA finals preview there. Also uh, KNBR as well. Yeah. You mentioned health. Uh, I think the schedule is beneficial to, the Celtics, because this has been a, a grind, right? They've played, I think it's yeah. 12 games in 23 days, uh, including travel, yeah. and now you get three days off, and there's no, there's only one instance that's between games three and four where there's only one day in between a game. So I think that is beneficial to the Celtics. That being said, there are injuries on Golden State, right? Otto Porter's nicked up, Gary mm-hmm. Payton the second. So where, Dieter, do the Warriors stand with their injured players and could we see a return from Gary Payton the second yeah they're feeling optimistic maybe that's just shooting out positive vibes into the ether and hoping they come back but they have been hinting uh before any of this NBA finals thing was reality that the NBA finals was sort of the the, the timeline for Gary Payton the second who fractured his non-shooting elbow uh, or maybe shooting elbow. I don't remember. He fractured his elbow. It sounds terrible, and I can't imagine him playing basketball, <laughs> but they say he might. Um, and then there's Andre Iguodala, who has been out with the neck thing. I think that's the official diagnosis, a thing. Uh, beyond that, you get, I think, maybe more important than both of those guys, and they're both very important, don't get me wrong, but Otto Porter has had a foot injury. He's had multiple foot injuries, two different feet, which just sounds terrible uh, throughout this postseason, and they held him back uh, through the final, you know, kind of games there and he he is a certain member of the Warriors seven man rotation. Now they'll get to eight and the question is who do they want to mix and match with that eight? I think it might be Gary Payton. If Gary Payton can shoot, they'll play Gary Payton because mm-hmm. his defense is fantastic. Andre Wadala becomes a really tricky proposition. He might get thrown in there in situations if the Warriors are turning the ball over too much, just kind of getting out of hand. He usually is able to kind of tighten things up a little bit. But his inability and, and dislike of shooting is a real issue when you're playing the kind of defense that Boston plays. And then you get like Nemia Bielisa or Jonathan hey, Dieter. Yeah. We got to run five seconds. 
<laughs> what's what's the uh, what's the prediction? Warriors in seven. I don't love it. There it is. <laughs> Warriors in seven. I don't love it. We love Dieter Kurtenbach. There he is. It's the nightcap. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. JVT working his way through the NBA Finals. Jonathan Von Tobel, Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have plenty of NFL preseason coverage, UFC, golf, college football. If you want that full VSIN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only 39 bucks to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VSIN.com slash summer. The New York Hockey Rangers. Yep. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 6-2, that's a ball game. Yep. Now you can say whatever you need to say. It will be the, the mush is not possible. The range at see because I know not how to not mush people. When it's five to nothing, I'm feeling okay of saying the Rangers are going. It was four zero at the time, and it was about sixteen minutes left in the game. Yep. And what happened? It went to four one. Okay. Yeah. So the four. No, it didn't ultimately end up mushing, but. I mean, I thought, just, I thought Will Zalatoris had want, PGA one. You want so bad to have the moniker Mustradamus removed when you just I do. You can't. You can't avoid like, it. Like sometimes, like I you go tried, out of my way. You try to like ascertain different monikers. That one, one I, I don't like that one. I know you don't. Yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah, it's because I'm a people person. I know, but you've you've now mushed our producer twice. Oh, he deserves to get mushed. He didn't wish me happy birthday publicly, so. Well, maybe he. Why I wouldn't wish you happy birthday if I had. A well, he tic- couldn't. He was stuck in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was firing tweets away. The Wi-Fi was working in the elevator. But if you had mushed me twice, I probably wouldn't uh, um, wish you happy birthday either. By the way, I have the Rays. They were down nine two. It's now nine four. Man on first and second, no outs. So we can get this thing back to nine. Well, actually, let's go ahead and take the lead. Uh, I'm not going. Let's, let's go ahead. Yeah, I'm not going to set the ceiling low. Let's go, let's go ahead, ahead and take, take the lead in this thing. Um, 
Six to two, 80 seconds to go. So at some point in the uh, second hour of the show, we will have uh, a series price on Rangers and Canes. Uh, Rangers and Canes. Rangers and Lightning. And game one will be Wednesday night. So, man, you know, it ends up being a pretty good week, right? We'll have Edmonton and uh, Edmonton and Colorado starting tomorrow night. We'll have Tampa Bay and New York starting on Wednesday night. NBA Finals will start on Thursday. So ends up being a pretty pretty good week, even though we'll have a couple nights without uh, without the NBA here. So we'll be uh, we'll be all right. You think? It and is? Golden State Boston first game is Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Thursday, Sunday. And hockey is every t- night. Okay, tomorrow. Yep, Edmonton, Colorado tomorrow. There we go. 9-5. There it is. Oh. 9-5. Let's go, baby. First and second, no house. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That would be quite the comeback if you're able to get that. Hey, thanks, as always, to Dieter Kurtenbach for giving us uh, his breakdown of uh, of the series. Uh, injuries are, are, are an interesting point to this. Um, you know, like I said, throughout the week, we're obviously going to go back and forth and, and, and have – differing thoughts on this series, but I want to go to the finals MVP because I know there's a lot of people out there, Sean, that believe, by the way, it's official. Rangers have won six to two. Congrats. Uh, So the over hits the Rangers series price, which I don't recall what it was, but it was a nice return. uh, If you took the Rangers, especially after they went down. Oh, two. Yeah. Oh, two down three, two. I mean, it was, uh, and the first time uh, this, this postseason, a team playing the hurricanes, a road team won. So uh, there you go. The Rangers get it done, and they will now take on Sean's Tampa Bay Lightning, and the executives at ESPN are very happy. They are. <laughs> they made – they gambled too, and their gamble ended up paying So off. I got SMG on Twitter just tweeted us and said the Rangers are 3-0 and versus Tampa this year. But you can't go by Tampa's regular season situations because they pick and choose when they, when they played this year. You would know better than I. Yeah, they did. They pick and chose, like, when they really played – I like this matchup because I just think Tampa has a lot of weapons to throw at, at, at Igor, and I don't think New York has as many to throw back. And when you've gone against Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs and then that, that Florida Panther offense and been able to shut them down, this Rangers offense, at least from a skill and creativity standpoint, they're just not on par. So I, I like Tampa in this series. I would say 4-2 most likely. Uh, it'll end in six. That that would be my my initial guess. We do have a series price, and it is lightning. You want to guess for the series? Wait, what did you guess? Hold on, I wrote it. Down. I guess minus one seventy. Not bad. Yeah. What is it? Uh, at draft this is DraftKings, right, Aaron? Uh-huh. DraftKings minus one seventy five. Yeah, I know my hockey. That's why they call me Puck Shadamas. You call yourself Puck Shadamas. You know, people call me that in public. Because well, you you say it every day, so you know, and then. Someone very generous bought you a, a Mickey Mouse hat. Right? I have it still. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate. I'm appreciative of that. Um, yeah. So right now, your series price at DraftKings for the Eastern Conference Finals minus one seventy five for the Lightning, plus one fifty for the New York Rangers. Um, thoughts? That's about right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what you said. Yeah, I mean, that's you, about right. And what, Aaron? What'd you say? Four to two. Plus 350 for your exacta on uh, lightning in six. Was that your prediction right now? Lightning in six? Yep. What is it? Plus what? Plus 350 at DraftKings. But we'll see see when other shops start to uh, to post their exactas. They'll have to get them out 
either t- tonight or tomorrow because this this bad boy is starting on Wednesday. We will talk Western Conference Finals coming up top of the hour. Reed Wilkins from Edmonton will give us uh, his breakdown. He joined us prior to the Battle of Alberta. Uh, Edmonton and Calgary will get his thoughts on Edmonton and uh, Colorado. Any prediction on that one? Exciting. (laughs) I mean, McJesus versus McKinnon. I mean, hey, sounds like an apartment building or a law firm somewhere, right? I mean, this is going to be great offense versus great offense. I think the winner of the series is which goalie, whether it be Mike Smith or Kumper from the Avs, can play above the current level that we've seen so far in the playoffs. I think that's what it's going to come down to. So I'm looking at the series price right now. It's it's posted everywhere. Um, 175 plus 155 is pretty much the consensus. Uh, everyone here in town. Circa is a little bit more bullish, it seems, on the Lightning at minus 180. So we'll see if there's any movement uh, on that series price towards the Lightning. Uh, but it is mostly minus 175 which includes DraftKings and plus 155 or so. Uh, we do have a game one line, Sean. Uh, over, under on goals, five and a half. I would tend to lean one in Lightning and uh So this one's tricky Rangers. because the Lightning re- reinvented themselves versus the Panthers right. and played a defense-first kind of game. I don't know if that was because Brayton Point wasn't available. I don't know if they thought that was the best way to beat the Panthers who they're very familiar with. Then the Maple Leaf series, I mean, it, it took seven goals probably to win any of those games. So right. I'll probably wait and see on the total in game one. Well, it's five and a half. Just, I mean, as far as playing it. Oh, right. Yeah, I'll probably wait and see just to kind of see, you know, what, what kind of approach the Lightning are going to take against this Rangers team. I feel like you got to get shots on Igor. You got to be aggressive. You got to swamp him. Carolina had success when they got the puck in front of him and, and kind of pepper sprayed him with, with shots. Edmonton, Colorado. <laughs> There is a seven. There's actually two sevens out there now. It looks like Caesars just went to seven. DraftKings has been at seven. We were expecting would it go to seven. There still are six and a halves out there. Uh, Circa, South Point all have six and a half. Juiced heavily to the over at minus 140, minus 135 here. But yes, DraftKings and Caesars both have seven, Sean. And all of the offshore shops that I'm seeing have sevens as well so it feels like the two contrasting styles will be going against each other you got two phenomenal goaltenders uh would you say it's it's pretty fair to say the two best goaltenders definitely remaining uh but maybe even entering this postseason my initial play here Uh, which game in edmonton colorado yeah if you force me it would be first period under i still think there might be a filling out process period for them to go through. You could get a two. I know. That's what I figured. If it's the total Not is seven, so I wouldn't take a one and a half, but I'm talking about a two. If you can find a two. South Point has a two. Yeah. I, I Minus take, 120 to the under. Probably take the under and, and see. Because I do think there'll be like a little filling out period between these two teams. <laughs> it's going to be six nothing after the first period. <laughs> <laughs> hope not. Uh, if I take the under. Two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at two, I feel like you got to look under, right? Puckstradamus, is that the official Puckstradamus, or is that just No, nah, that's feeler? just the filler. All right. That's the filler. All right, we'll get more on Edmonton and Colorado coming up top of the hour. We'll talk to Reed Wilkins. Uh, but once again, the Rangers have finished off the Carolina Panther. Got football on the brain. Hurricanes, they're out. 
The Rangers take care of business. They win 6-2. The Rangers moving on to face the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning minus 175 to win that series. Get the Rangers at plus 155. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Talk Western Conference Finals next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.